0: quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi villains and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast, a uh, little one here just to discuss something I think that we saw broke today uh, via Matteo Moretto again, uh, somebody who's uh, mentioned a couple of people in in the same vein as Aston Villa this summer, um, he has linked us with Mallorca uh, striker come left midfielder come attacking midfielder center which i i think realistically kind of plays a hybrid position of all of those floating between the 9 10 and uh, and also into the into the wide channels the left wide channel positions as well um as i say he's a korean footballer plays for mallorca has 10 uh, appearances for south korea with no goals um for their, their senior national team he started off his career for the NCAA, um, he's had a bit of a storied career, to be honest with you, because he joined Valencia in 2011. He was actually only 11 years of age, 10, just going on 11 um, years of age when he joined Valencia. And he's been really immersed within the, the Spanish football stratosphere, if that's what you want to call it, um, which is re- something that isn't very common for um, somebody from from, from Asia. Um, I'm going to speak about it in a moment, just all the, all, the, all the bits and pieces that come with that. And I've got some quotes from the Valencia um, Sporting Director and the Valencia General Director as well with regards to it. But he's obviously started out in 2017. He got his, his break for Valencia B team and uh, made his debut on the 21st of December 2017. He had his first assist uh, in the 17th of February 2018 and uh, his first goal on the 6th of May 2018 as well. So all in all for Valencia's B team, played 26 league games, scored four goals, was then transferred up to, or was then moved, should I say, up to the Valencia starting team. uh, 44 games, uh, um, league games, two goals. Then he got his move to Mallorca in 2021 where he spent 45 games and scored three goals for them as well. So he's an interesting type of character. As I say, I found him very difficult to compare directly to any player that we have in the team at the moment. That's not to say that he's this uh, transitional talent that has this position that nobody plays. I think it's really just he's, he's been, he moves around the field so much uh, as in he's, he's he's positionless in, in his, in the way that he likes to play um, that I found it very difficult to, to kind of categorise him, and you know, when I do these um, statistical analysis, I like to pit him up against current players that we have. Now, I thought about Leon Bailey. I thought that was unfair, considering Leon Bailey is a touchline hugger when, when he plays in the wing, and obviously he's played up front recently. Maybe that is a position to do an RMRCs for this person. We will see in a moment as to potentially why. Um, but I think he's more kind of. He's kind of more in the vein of an Emi Buendia, and I've put in Philippe Coutinho there as well because, as I say, this guy doesn't do a hell of a lot of defending. He's more, um, when he gets on the ball, he makes things happen, but he drifts into the wide channels, plays through the center, and as I say, sometimes as well for New he has played up top in the striker's position. But let's take a little look at uh, some of the slides I've put together and uh we'll see what we can find by the way if you do like this podcast please give us a thumbs up and i would really appreciate it if you could scribe, subscribe on youtube and the audio podcast as well because we do pop in audio podcasts from time to time that don't show up on youtube so if you do like what we do please join us on the audio side of things as well so here it is lee kang E came in as I say it was really interesting today. I was speaking to somebody um, uh, on on Twitter today, and I'm actually going to try and uh, and, and and just uh, remember the way that they said it to me. But I'm very much uh, in the in the mould of trying to pronounce names in the vernacular as they will be pronounced by in within that country. Being Irish as well, and having a sister with an Irish name. Sometimes the people can butcher that Irish name. And look, it's nice to be nice as well and to mention and to pronounce it in the vernacular. And I've been reliably told that you drop the L at the very start, if you were to say this in Korean, and it would be E. Yin. So that's that's how I'm going to pronounce his name from here on out. So E. Yin, as I say, um, <clears throat> he's a highly thought of player. I just wanted to showcase some some of the the uh, Twitter football scouts that I follow and some of the good stuff they've said about him this these both range from about two to two and a half years ago when he was a real starlet after joining Mallorca from um, from Valencia, or uh, his star was on the up at Valencia before he joined. Um, before he joined New York, and we can see here that Jace Kulig, the uh, football talent scout, really great guy. If you aren't following him on Twitter, please get following him, and also Scouted Football, like uh, Joe who there at Scouted Football. If you aren't even subscribed to their to their uh, monthly. Uh, magazines, You really are doing it wrong. But here are some nice words that they've said about it. Yassik thinks that he says that he's an advanced playmaker would be the position he plays in. Obviously, across that kind of midline, uh, uh, attacking midfielder, left winger, right winger. Strengths that Yassik says are pace, passing, vision, dribbling, creativity, uh, technique, ball control and set pieces. And he, he likens him to a David Silva type player which I think we would all love. and Actually, you can see a bit of David Silva. We will talk about that in a moment as to why he potentially gets the moniker or, or is likened to David Silva because both of them, obviously, is, as we know, had uh, careers at Valencia. Um, in at scouted football there, they've got him down as a player to watch to where they say he's extremely technical with great touch, balance, and spatial awareness. If you watch him, and once again, in conjunction with this video, there will be a tweet um, whereby you will be able to watch some clips of him as well. I would appreciate if you do that and also follow us on Twitter too. Um, They say that he's got uh, very good spatial awareness. That actually strikes me in abundance when I watch this guy. He knows, he hears things going on around him, and he's fully aware of his five senses when he's playing the game as well, which you'd think is easy, but a lot of people don't have it. So uh, much of South Korea's best attacking ones will likely develop through our end with Lee Kang. And uh, he has the uh, 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 Kang in E. Sorry, I <clears throat> I lapsed out of my pronunciation there. He has the ability to create something out of nothing. These were both written in comp- in conjunction with South Korea being in the under twenty World Cup as well. So these were both two um, kind of scout reports written um, or tweets written when they were in the under twenties World Cup. When we look at his at his. Uh, <clears throat> and when we look at his um, his heat map here on the left-hand side, we can see it is predominantly left-side based. Uh, we know that's where Bundia likes to hang out, and that's why I've I've put him up there against Bundia to show what what. what uh, what uh, the differences are, the similarities actually that you will see between the two players, uh, and that will that's something that will be coming up in a moment. So here we can see it. We've got three spidergrams. As I say, I found it difficult to put him in a, a specific bracket because he does play up top. He does hug the touchline, and sometimes he plays as a central attacking midfielder role. It doesn't quite show it out there. When we say he plays up top, he plays as more a left-sided striker, um, and, and he is t- tasked with dropping deep. Um, so. He isn't one of those workhorses whereby he is like like these numbers that you see here, the percentages here are actually done as wide midfielders as opposed to wingers or attacking midfielders. So if you look at the at the percentiles that he has here, that's in comparison to wide midfielders um are are actually some central midfielders okay so it's not done with regards to wingers and attacking midfielders that's why i found it difficult to brand this guy specifically because i get a lot of my stats from fb ref thank you very much to fb ref keep up the great work there and that's where all these percentages come um i don't uh, tally these up myself but um i wanted to show in the radial graph here with regards to players that are maybe tasked with having the ball a, a small bit further forward um it's 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 an interesting kind of a, a, a duck's position I suppose, to see between these three players because what we can see is that you know he he's he's very he, he keeps pace with a lot of uh, what Buendia and Coutinho does until you come across the how many shots he takes. Obviously, being a younger player, he probably would have been more disciplined, less tasked with, less, taking less, less shots. His pass completion is there and thereabouts, in there own the same as the two guys, maybe a small bit lower, a couple of percent lower. Doesn't attempt as many passes either. But what we can see here is that he, he's very much more successful in his dribbling ability. And, uh, you know, with regards to um, central midfielders and wide midfielders, he's up in the top 96 percentile of those players. And I thought that was really, really interesting because when when Emery mentioned here recently that he was looking for a winger, I think he's looking for somebody who can carry the ball. Villa don't really have that many ball carriers. That's why we go through the centre and the ball ends up with Luka Dean on the left wing because we don't have many ball carriers and we can't really carry the ball on that left-hand side. We've got Leon Bailey on the right-hand side uh, who can carry the ball. Um, Bundia is... Dia can carry the ball but he's, once again as I say he's he's not very he's not very successful he's not very good at it we can see there in, in comparison to this to e uh, Kang in that uh, he's about 10 percent behind him if not more maybe closer actually to to 15 percent um less successful dribbles and uh, when we look at the dribble attempts as well e In has a higher dribble attempts it's not shown on the, on the uh, the metrics there One thing I would did want to show here is is the dispossessed, uh, metric that we have here uh Buendia gets dispossessed quite a lot and I Kang Ying also does as well so while he's got great ball control and great spatial awareness, he is uh, a risk player so he can he can get dispossessed also he's only five foot eight as well, just like uh, uh, a a and that's another reason why I wanted to put him in there with the Buendia and the continuous statistics for Aston Villa because um there's the same diminutive stature as well and uh, that's something to bear in mind. One thing I want to draw your attention to is. At such a young age, at 21 years of age, this guy is keeping pace with goal-creating actions and shot-creating actions, but more so the shot-creating actions he's uh, keeping pace with Buendia and with Coutinho. Um, that's something I find interesting as well, given that he has a, he has a, um, a, a smaller uh, workload within the team. Smaller pass attempts, smaller uh, worse pass completion, less shots that he takes. So keep that in mind, because that to me means he's creating better quality chances with less that he had, less, uh, less attempts, less passing attempts, less shooting attempts, um, and so on and so forth. Couple that with his dribbling success and the fact he's only twenty one years of age, he had he gave Paulo Bento a real eye opening moment before, like he's he's formed from New York and the way he started the league this season, Paulo Bento couldn't uh, couldn't leave him out of the squad. It was touch and go as to whether he would be in the squad prior to this year, but he rattled off co- some very good performances this year. Paulo Bento put him in the squad, and uh, and you know the rest is is kind of history because he went on to play in in, in the World Cup. So um. As I mentioned, that uh, he has been likened with with, with Daviesia, and he has come through Valencia's prestigious academy. In fairness, the you know they have a very good academy of Valencia. It's produced the likes of David Silva, Juan Mata, as I said in the past, and and that's I think why he gets the moniker of maybe you know a, a, a David Silva type, but he has learned from the same school of school of hard knocks as those two guys. And that is something that is really interesting because they are two very good, very technical players, well able to carry the ball and well able to deliver the ball when they need, when they need it to as David Silva has a statue of him, for God's sake. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that we can see is that he's, he's, he's a polished player. He's polished player, but he's also growing in some other areas. Like he hasn't been asked to do an awful lot of defensive work. Uh, in that role yet but in the areas that he's been growing in over the course of the last year two years you can see progression or, or it, it's it's been said you can see progression as well when you look at the at the individual match breakdowns for him on fb ref or when you maybe look at it in voice code or whatever whatever uh, software that maybe you guys have or if and if you don't have it that's fine it, if you look at it you can see the progression is better you know he's getting a bit more of a workload he's been trusted more and um, he came into a valencia team who had sold david silva one Mata, Ferran torres um, Danny Pereo, uh, all these guys, and he was tasked and trusted with picking up the mantle for some of those guys. Because they thought that much of him. And that's really interesting because they're all some big names that were mentioned that that, that uh, transitioned out of the Valencia team into other teams, and youth were were to pick up the mantle there, and one of them was E Um, he's he's very much an attacking player. Okay, I, I I think that shows in these statistics there as well. But he's a brilliant team attacker because he's He's great at making a pass that you mightn't see, as I say. His his spatial awareness is very good. He understands when there's people bombing up behind him. And he makes passes into space. But he also utilizes space really cleverly as well. He gets into space for other players. He knows, we we'll to say that spatial awareness is very good for him. He gets out of players' ways into a more fortuitous position for to take a pass. Um, yes, does he lose the ball from time to time? He absolutely does. He can get out-muscled. He's five foot eight, but he's got a decent enough st- stature in him. And he's only 21 years of age. This is stuff that comes with Uh, With experience and will probably be something that we will see if he was to join Aston Villa, he would probably come off the bench in a lot of areas, in a lot of instances to start. And he would need to learn that because it is a bit more of a physical league. But can he deal with it? He absolutely can because he's very good at evading pressure. When when it is when when he's underneath pressure as well, he's he's a superb passer of the ball, um, as I say, and he really adds to a counter-attacking team, which Aston Villa could be accused of being, uh, because he's 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 quite pacey with the ball at his feet, and he's a good dribbler. He's a good counter-attacker as well, and um, and he's he's um, he is a good tool to use within the counter-attack because he's in transition, he's very quick to supply the ball, so he's not a ball hog. He doesn't take too much out of the ball. He he will pass that ball to another player. He's a selfless player as well. Um, Very good in lateral passes. I say raking passes to try and sp- spread the play left or right. If he picks it up in the centre, he will likely go wide with it uh, from time to time. Obviously, he he, he goes through the centre too, but he's got a good range of passing is what I'm trying to say here as well. Um, He really, really only uses long passes to switch the play, as we see Aston Villa do as well. Um, But he does have a uh, high accuracy level with long passes as well, specifically, um, when they are going laterally he's quite good he spots that space as i say special awareness once again and this could be interesting if he does have an overlapping fullback and he does cut inside because he does that and he's a bit gets gets into that inverted winger slash uh false 10 role or whatever you want to call it position that they have and then obviously playing lateral balls to an onrushing uh fullback which we like we know that our fullbacks like to get forward can consistently spread the play as well which is nice uh which is nice to do um uh, so uh, I suppose realistically all in all, strong technical ability uses his body. yes, he uses his body smartly that's a note smartly that's a note that I've down here because I watched the game that he played against Valencia uh, ironically enough, played the game against Valencia towards the start of this season, I think it was and i i i just i've watched um like 40 minutes of it today, scrubbing through at double speed. Um, and he used his body really well. Um, as I say, like he's able to roll tackles, so like when players get, get the spatial awareness lens to in the defensive side of things as well, or when he's trying to, to sheet the ball, because as players come towards him, he's able to roll those tackles. So that's what I mean by he uses his body well. He's able to take collisions, um, when he is tackled. Uh, so his body usage is quite good. He understands, uh, the 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 um the dynamics and i suppose the um the physical the the physics of, of how to stay up when you do get a hit um very clever and opportunist uh, opportunistic um you know with the ball at his feet very good positional awareness one thing I, I did see from him and i haven't mentioned down here is that when he goes to pass or one of those lateral passes or even when he goes to shoot there's little to no backlift it's one of those beautiful strikes that you see now. Obviously, there are there are instances, but he can ping a ball with little to no backlift, and you wouldn't even you wouldn't even notice. You know, it, it looks no different than if he was to take a wind up on it. Just something I noticed when I was watching him in in in, in a couple of the the clips uh, video clips that I saw of him as well. Um, as I say, another st- the strength of dribbling, ball retention, and the use of pace in the counter attack in the counter attack. Now, not he's certainly not. Uh, a player without faults because he does because consistency is a bit of an issue for him he needs to be consistently creative needs to be consistent goal scoring threat. You know, we mentioned these, the amount of goals that he has uh, so far, he's, he's not even in double figures in senior football yet, but then again, he's only 20, 21 years of age. Um he needs to be more, f- he needs to affect transitions more or to be a more effective threat in transitions, should I say? So if he's not the person with the ball, when the transition is happening, as I say, sometimes he, his special awareness is good. He gets out of players' way, ways, out of players' way, should I say. Sometimes he almost blunts the attack because he might go too wide. We have that issue with Aston Villa already at the moment. That's why I'm mentioning this. Um, I obviously haven't watched a ton of video on him, but what I've seen is we, you know, he needs to develop a diagonal run. Is essentially what I'm trying to get at here. I love a diagonal run. We saw Danny Ings scored a diagonal run uh, at the weekend. Diagonal runs are going to be pivotal to a pivotal to the Aston Villa team anyway. Specifically when we t- attack through the center. Didn't see an awful lot of it. Lastly, defensively, the stats uh, point that out. Not a very good press. Uh, not very good in the press. Uh, doesn't tackle an awful lot. Blocks interceptions. You know, they're they're not great. He does them, but you know. If he doing them and doing them to the to the level of a a, an Emmy Buendia or a or we we call it Emmy Bunda or John McGinn, it's it's not there. So if he's going to morph into that position for one of those two players, it it, it's not uh, something that uh, that I've seen um, in his in in some of the games I've seen. But then again, once again, he's only twenty one years of age. Um, and you can teach defending in the white places. I'm a firm believer in that. So let's take a little look at another area as well, because, um, you know, as we, we always have to look at the financial side of things. And uh, Valencia were pretty openly open with regards to the financial aspects and financial benefits this player bought, albeit as well that he was a very talented footballer. And Sean Bay, the general director of Valencia's academy in 2019 said that uh, he in, that this sets his story apart from, from other Asian players. Um, He says, uh, for whom he says, the sky is the limit. The story of Kang In in Valencia is underpinned by breaking limits, talent, dedication and adaptability. It's a reference point for those in South Korea and Asia who dream of playing professional soccer in Europe one day. These quotes came from Forbes. I didn't reference them there, but I want to mention it. Um, He also says, uh, Kang In's growing popularity will help to buttress Valencia's image in Asia. Asian players have always captured the imagination of soccer fans in Asia, which is a big region with tremendous interest in the game. So the commercial side of things grew as well with, with, with this player. And I'm not saying we sign him for commercial benefits at all. We want a good player. You know, you're going to be spending the bones of 12, 13, 14, 15 million on him. You want to be like you want a good player, but also, you know, the the, the financial benefits are there when we do talk about um South Korea, obviously. You know, just coming from the World Cup, they've got some big names in their team at the moment. And uh, and and Lee in e would be uh, one of those into the future as well. Uh, Jorge Garcia as well, Vince, his marketing director in 2019, said that South Korea is a country where 36 million people declare themselves soccer fans. A developed country where numerous great brands come from strategic sectors in the world of sponsorship, automotive, electronics and banks. In this, with this quote, he said that La Liga has eight hundred million fans around the world, of which four hundred eighty-two million come from Asia. I don't know what the figure is for the Premier League, but he said that we know that there's big interest there, and we try to take advantage of it. Why wouldn't you, when you had that opportunity to do to do so? But it look, I thought it was just a bit of an interesting piece uh, to mention as well because. Um, you know he is a rising star within South Korea, and uh, obviously global branding is very, very big for a club like Aston Villa. We talk about finances, we talk about building revenues. You look at look at all the other big clubs have done that. They've done it through signing some big name players, but you know if you can sign players in big markets as well, sometimes that can help. And it helps as well that this guy is a pretty damn good footballer too. So here's that's my little bit on E Kang in from Mallorca. Uh, whatever he signs. I don't know. I don't know. This could be an absolutely nothing rumour. I've no idea whether this is going to be the situation uh, when he does sign or not. But what I would do is if you do like this and you like what I'm doing, please give this a thumbs up. Also, please subscribe to the podcast as well. We would really appreciate it. In the tweet that you've... Also, go to our Twitter. You'll see a tweet that we have up on Ekangin. Underneath it, you'll see some video footage of him playing also. And uh, if you do like that, follow us on Twitter for more. So, until next time, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, and all that's left to say... Is up the villa Sports Social Podcast Network.